friends, countrymen, lovers of all things design. This is Grits and Grids. This week, I am joined by Von Glitchka. He's a designer illustrator at Glitchka Studios and someone you're probably quite familiar with. Uh, but Von, why don't you say hello and maybe give a little bit of a backstory? Um, how's everybody doing? Glad to be here. Uh, my backstory is I've been running my own studio since uh, 2002. And a couple of years ago, I hired my daughter. So we work together now. Um, on every most of the work we do is brand centric, but uh, we also approach everything, almost everything we do, from a uh, with an illustrative twist to it. Awesome! If you haven't seen his work, we'll have some uh, links and all that stuff uh, on the show notes. Um, so let's get into the grits of this world, Von. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, when you were younger. Were, were there favorite foods or drinks growing up that you look back on? Uh, my favorite growing up, I, we, you know, it's interesting cause I didn't eat out a lot. I mean, I grew up in a, in a big home. I had two older brothers, uh, two older sisters and a younger sister. So, um, we didn't have a whole lot of money. Actually, I remember growing up, my dad would make, uh, that powdered milk and it was just to stretch it just so we would have enough milk. So we didn't eat out a whole lot. So I wasn't really, a, I wouldn't consider myself a, a foodie at a, at a young age. Um, I definitely had my, my, my favorite foods. I always liked barbecue stuff, but where I grew up in Pacific Northwest is like barbecue deficient. And uh, so whenever I had anything close to that, um, I really liked it. So uh, anytime the summer rolled around and we were grilling and uh, burgers, that kind of stuff, I really enjoyed that. Um, there, there's a couple foods. I uh, actually, it's the food. The foods that I really didn't like growing up were uh, the ones I remember the most. I don't really so much remember the foods that I liked until I got older, and then. Uh, my wife kind of grew up in the same uh, type of way. She didn't really eat out a lot. So now we eat out quite a bit. We, we, we enjoy finding good restaurants. Yeah. So when you look back, it's more like the, the family grill out times. And when it comes to barbecue, are you uh, of a certain camp? Like, you know, the Texas barbecue have fights with Carolina and. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so oh, which yeah. one do you prefer? Uh, Texas. Yeah. Nice. All, all the way. Um, uh, I go to Creative South every year for the last four or five years now. And uh, my favorite, uh, this last year, uh, my friend Sean, who's partner with me in another business we do, uh, took us to a barbecue place down there that was called Zombie Pigs that was really good. <laughs> that is a shame, man. We were there too. I wish I would have known. We could have uh, met up there and had some uh, queue together. It would have been awesome. Um how how has food and drink affected or maybe inspired your work today? Um, I'm not, 
I, I wouldn't say in general overall it's inspired my work, but over the last couple of years, there's an agency based out of Idaho that kind of focuses on food branding. And so that's been a first for me to uh, work on that type of content. And I really enjoy it. I, I've always loved packaging design. I just don't do a whole lot of it, but when I get the opportunity, um, food's a little different take in terms of the aesthetic that you approach a project with. So, uh, that's been a lot of fun, a lot of, um, uh, drink kind of, uh, how do I put it? Energy drink was the mm -hmm. energy drink. There's a whole fruit company based out of uh, Georgia that I did some exploration on that was a lot of fun. I don't know. I, I enjoyed the the topic, uh, but when it comes to in, inspiring my work, um, I, I I guess I'd say it, it doesn't really inspire my work, I, but I love projects that are focused on it. Interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. Um what, what about your your day to day? Are you a coffee, tea, energy drinks? Um, yeah, I'm uh, definitely a, a coffee addict. So, uh, one of the first uh, like years ago, this goes back like 1991. Um, I was working in a small little design firm here in Oregon, and every time I drove to work, I'd go by this coffee place, and I was buying a latte every morning and. Uh, I noticed, you know, their their logo wasn't too great. So I just pitched them. I said, hey, if I design a logo for you, uh, would you be interested? And they're going, yeah. And so I traded out an identity basically for free coffee. And that last, that up until about five years ago, I could have, uh, I could get free coffee anytime I wanted. I just have to drive across town to get it. But um, yeah, so I, I'm a huge, huge uh, coffee fan, but now I'm kind of trying to avoid uh, dairy altogether. So I'm mm -hmm. getting soy milk in my latte now. And, and how do you feel about that? Oh, I well, at first I tried almond milk, and that was just gross. Yeah, it's pretty terrible, right? Yeah, it's like taking um, sawdust and compressing it and getting the juice, and then calling it milk. It's like. <laughs> It's, yeah. it's really bad. I, I was like, I don't know why my daughter likes it though. So I don't know. That's why I tried it. And then, um, but soy milk is the closest you can get to that creamy kind of flavor without, you know, going full on cow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, um, I don't mind almond milk here and there, but man, when you steam it, it just turns into a mess. It is so gross. Um, and I try to choke it down, but I don't know, I mean, there's nothing, nothing getting me on board with it. Gotta be soy milk. Um, so, so do you uh, design food brands often? You mentioned a place out of Idaho that you were working with and a few others. Yeah, it, it's basically been over the last um, two or three years, I've been working with this firm and uh, almost everything they do is um, focused around uh, food branding and packaging. So, I've been doing a lot of exploratory work for them. Um, mm -hmm. The the juice company, there's been other ones where it was a startup that was pitching to a larger uh, food company. And so I created the identity for 
for that company's product. It was like, think hippies making waffles. So it was called Flower Power Waffles. That was a fun oh, one. Nice. That's a fun one to work on. Um, so I, I, yeah, I do enjoy it when I get to, I get to do it. Um, the other aspect of, um, of food branding that has picked up over the last like five years for me is just all the craft brewers I've worked with. Um, Mm -hmm. that's been a blast. It's just, that's the closest it comes to, um, kind of doing parody design, but it's actual branding, but at times it feels like parody because some of their brand names are so crazy. They're fun to work with. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that as well. Um, you know, I want to get into, into that, I think a little bit deeper in a little bit, uh, just to find out how you approach the projects differently because of how saturated craft brewing is right now and how common a lot of the looks are. Um, before we hop into that though, how much do you crave the product when you're designing for it? <laughs> well, when I was working on the use for the, um, the agency in Idaho, I started feeling that way. And so I jumped on Amazon and uh, actually ordered a couple bottles and the, the way, the way they showed up, they showed up in the, um, uh, what do you call it? Dry ice packaging. So it was frozen when it showed up. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, what about the, uh, the pancakes? Uh, did you get those make some for the, uh, for the daughter and you? No, those I, I actually, I wouldn't, I, I don't like waffles, so I wasn't wasn't interested in that. Well, that, that kind of leads us into the middle part, right? So um, what's your guilty food or drink? Like you, the stuff you bang down when no one else is looking? Wow. Um, my guilty f- food. Or drink. Or drink. You know, like if you, if you like wine oh, okay. coolers, now's the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this, this goes back about four years to Creative South and their bridge party. And they had lines where you could stand in line and get a cocktail or whatever. And I show it up and I I don't like hoppy beer. And if I'm going to drink alcohol, I want it to be kind of, I don't know, fruity, if that makes any sense. And so I, that's what I told the person um, at the table. And I said, so could you take, and so I just asked her this, I go, can you take, um, um, now I can't remember the name of it. What's the cinnamon flavored whiskey? The, oh, yeah, Fireball. Fireball. I mean, there's other ones that are better than Fireball, but I said, can you take Fireball and some fruit juice and then throw some of that fruit chunks of the different fruits into it? And and she just looked at me like I was crazy. And I go, I don't know. I just want to try it. And so she put some pineapple juice and um, put all kinds of fruit in it and poured in the, the, the fireball and lo and behold, that was awesome. It's like, I couldn't believe, I couldn't <laughs> believe how good it tastes. So I just named it the fireball fruity. And then I walked back to where my friends were standing and I'm drinking. They're going, what are you drinking? Cause they see the fruit in it. And I go, and I just said, Oh, it's a fireball fruity as if everybody should know what that is. <laughs> and so my friend grabbed it and he tried, he goes, hell, that tastes good. He's going, what's in that? And I told him, so everybody was ordering one that night. And, and so I've gone ahead and 
I've made my own basically now. So um, usually it's it's in the evening when I don't really have to focus or do anything important. Yeah. 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 I'm surprised you didn't name it like the Cinnavon <laughs> something or other. <laughs> Feel free to use that next time. <laughs> we'll, we'll make sure, or, or, or maybe it's like the, the Cinnavon Hugnecks since you made it up at uh, Creative South and that's their hashtag. <laughs> um, what about uh, the, the food or drink that you would marry? Cause you could just eat it like every day and be happy. You know, I, I'd have to say it, it's, I love Southern food. So anytime I'm down South, um, you can't, you really cannot get good greens up in Oregon. So I'm always getting that when I'm down South, but I'd have to say barbecue. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I've, I went to the, the Mecca of barbecue, uh, uh, Franklin barbecue in Austin a few years back. And so every time I have barbecue at a new place, I'm always judging it based off of what I had there. Yeah, it's kind of a hard, uh, hard one to live up yeah. to, though. <laughs> um, and then finally, what would be the food or drink you'd kill off the face of the planet if you could? Uh, maybe it's almond milk. Uh, no, well, I don't like that, but uh, tater tot casserole. <laughs> my when growing up, my mom used to make this god awful tater tot casserole. It had ground hamburger in it, and like Campbell's mushroom cream soup, and all this other crap she threw in it. And I just could not stand that growing up. And so, yeah, I've, and to this day, I don't like ground hamburger just because of that. So, yeah. Oh man. She's like tainted it for you forever. That's a shame. Um, well, let's get into uh, the day to day of the grids. And I think uh, earlier you mentioned like designing a bunch of craft breweries. And that's, I think that's something that's like a hot button issue right now because of how much the micro brew world is burgeoning and um i think what i'd like to know and probably the listeners too is how do you approach each craft brewery a bit different because god knows if we see another hop uh mash paddle <laughs> and like barley leaf uh i'm gonna jump out of my window which isn't that much of a threat because we're on the first floor but it sounds yeah, cool. yeah i i agree um it, it it does get a little tricky because right now i'm working on um some packaging for the line of liquor for the distillery that I designed for. And obviously all the ingredients for all these different companies are basically the same. It's just their recipes that are the minutia of difference that makes up, you know, one place's gin to another place's gin. So um, working on the packaging, I try not to focus, even though they always want, oh, we want barley on it, as if they're the first person to ever come up with that idea or whatever. And and, and <laughs> right. so I try to handle it with like a secondary kind of touch to it. I don't mind having it as part of a overall motif, but I, I don't want it to be the, the centric part of it. So um, for the brewery that I help brand and then they also have a distillery. Um, it's, it's trying to keep a whole line, the continuity of a whole line intact. So they have five different liquors and they originally wanted me to do a different, a whole different look and feel and aesthetic for each one. And I kind of had to explain to them, 
you know, we, we should keep all of this. So when you set all the bottles together, they work as a family, but each can be their own specific thing. And there's ways we can pull that off by, you know, having different branded colors for each skew and then uh, changing up the graphics that reinforce the concept for whatever, you know, the name or um, a type of uh, type of beverage it is. So, um it, it it gets a little tricky. It's easier when you first start, and then as they move on, they want to update from what they had before, even though sometimes, in my opinion, they really don't need to. They just feel like they need to change, and then it makes it a little hard. Okay, what do we do now? We're working with the exact same concept or, or exact same drink, exact same uh, information. You know, How do we keep it? without following into the easy way out. So I, I'm always trying to push it, push my client. Sometimes they, they don't mm-hmm. like it. Um, I did a whole other direction for this one client um, specifically. Uh, their brand name is for their distillery is Sinister. So I decided for their um, liquor, uh, for their liquor line that, um, I was going to focus, kind of play off that name, and I did this devil character, and then each skew would just shift colors, and then they were all, they're all. I don't know if you know a devil will work for the female market at thirty years old. And I go, look, your name's sinister. You either own it or you don't. Damn right. And yeah. It didn't change anything. They still wanted it different. So that's actually what I'm working on right now is trying to. Uh, lock all that in but once again it has hops in one of them so i'm trying to just uh make it right. secondary another uh, but they've come i kind of pushed them on the names their names were kind of lame and i said we need to come up with a unique brand name and so they they have they actually came back with uh, uh she the nice thing is the owner of this, I mean, they're small business owners. They're not huge. They only have like four employees, mm-hmm. I think. But um, she used to be the marketing manager of a company. So she understands what branding is. So I can, right. it's not like I'm talking to somebody who really doesn't understand the finer points of, you know, marketing and keeping something on target or or retaining continuity. So um, it's worked out good. They've been fun to work with. Nice. How How is it working with your daughter? So I know, you know, that probably working with friends and family is usually uh, could be problematic or troublesome. Um, but how do you like it? And, and are there um, complications that you have to go, like, come up against? And how do you guys get through them? Um, overall, it's, it's gone really well. Uh, me and my daughter work really well together. The only time that, well, the thing that I'm still getting used to even after two years is just um, that dynamic of realizing, Oh yeah, I have to keep somebody else busy, not just myself. And so mm-hmm. that's probably been the, the biggest struggle for me is just making sure um, I'm doing what I need to do so that I know tomorrow uh, this is what she needs to be working on, or this is what I need to have her focus on for the next, you know, week or so, just so, um, you know, I'm being efficient with, 
you know, both of our times, but um, making sure she's staying busy. That's, that's probably the hardest thing I've had to deal with, but um, there, the other things that I haven't been used to that I'm getting used to is coming up with an idea. And before when it was just me, um, not really having anybody to push back on something and then having her go, no, you don't want to do that. And I go, what are you talking mm-hmm. about? This is a good idea. And she's does a good job of, of standing her ground and saying, well, I don't think we should, I don't think we should do that because, and she'll explain it. And it's worked out really good. The one thing that I'm thrilled about that, um, I, I didn't even consider is when we brainstorm together, we we can come up with some way better ideas than I ever would have been able to do on my own. So that's the part I've enjoyed the mm-hmm. most. Yeah. And I think that's something that a lot of, um, you know, up and coming students still struggle with is because, you know, in, in most design schools, you end up relatively siloed and you kind of want to own the work, right? So you can put it in your portfolio and I think, unfortunately, that just creates a very non-collaborative situation. Um, so how, how do you fight through that? Is it just like constantly reminding yourself that, hey, you know, we need to, one, like you said, you have to remind yourself to keep her busy. But two, like, how do you try to open yourself up to um, collaborative process when probably most of your career has been, you know, a siloed or collaboration with a client? Yeah, it, it's it's worked out really well. I, I um Every project that comes in, there are certain projects where she still has a lot of work to do to kind of uh, improve her skills. Uh, one of them, would I would say, is just she's very intimidated when it comes to handling type. And I think that just comes with time. And so I've been giving her projects where it kind of forces her to deal with it and struggle through it. And I think that's a, a good thing. Um, I, I, I've i really enjoyed working uh, with my daughter just because I can approach a project. I can focus on the things that I do that come very easy to me. And then sometimes I don't have the time to explore something as much as I want and now it's allowed us to do a lot more exploration and thereby, you know, discover things I wouldn't have other otherwise been able to even approach because of, you know, being a one man shop. Um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So if you had to design, redesign any restaurant or beverage brand in the world, what would it be and what would you do to it? And I know that's a very loaded question. Um, the other day I saw Kroger's cereal box and it was about the worst design cereal box I'd ever seen. <laughs> and I, and so I just, whenever I see that, I, I always think to myself, okay, it's one thing to notice it. It's another thing. Okay. What can I do to follow up on this? And so I jumped on LinkedIn because that's usually how I can track down, you know, in-house art director, creative director for Kroger's. But I don't know. They don't use social media very much because I couldn't find anybody, you know. Well, it's like four Yeah, but it, it, it was just the, 
the illustration, it wouldn't have surprised me if it was clip art. And But what really shocked me is the front, the branding, the name of the product. It's like they just, somebody just dropped in type and didn't, just didn't put any love into it. It just looked very, uh, very bland. And in contrast, and that's their own in-house brand for Kroger's. Um, yeah, like they're yeah, white label, private label. If I've seen in-house brands for like Safeway, for example, and I remember looking at one one day a couple years back, and it was, I believe it was salsa, and I'm going, wow, that's like really well done for an in-house brand. And I was admiring it and I took a picture of it. Lo and behold, my friend Paul Holwalt was the one that did the artwork for it. And I go, well, no wonder I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Um, It's funny because I think the, uh, the private label brands are really starting to pick up and kick up uh, for that very reason. They're, They're starting to realize that they're actually contenders, right? And that they are vying for the consumer space. So, um, <clears throat> the one you just mentioned, but also, you know, everyone's very familiar with the private labels of like Target, for instance, yeah. um, which carry their own and actually sometimes are better than what's on the shelf as far as looks. Yeah, I um, went to the How Conference a couple years back and went to a session where the Crave Director for uh, Target's in-house department was going over some rebranding they worked on and they do a great job. Yeah, yeah, especially of embracing what brand really brings to the table. It's good stuff. Well, Vaughn, how can people find you and connect with you on social and online? Uh, they can visit our website, glitchkastudios.com, and all of our social links are on that site as well. Brilliant. And we'll be sure to have it up there, too. We'll even uh, pull out the social links so it's even easier and uh, hopefully include some of the stuff that you were mentioning Um of course, getting permission from you first, but uh, include it in the post as well. Really excited to share your work. And I appreciate you taking time out of your day to chat with us and um, look forward to seeing what you no produce problem. next. Thank you for having me. Once again, everyone, thank you for tuning in. Do follow us at Grits Grids. That's Grits Grids with no end in between on Instagram and Twitter. This podcast and the Grits and Grids blog is a passion project of Vigor, a restaurant and beverage branding and marketing firm based in Atlanta. Check us out at www.vigorbranding.com. And of course, we're all over social media. Until next week, stay hungry, stay thirsty, and be creative.